You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Melissa, a good girl? And that, folks, is how we're going to start Geekish Show ever this week. Melissa's been a good girl. Um, she's actually mm. got her stuff together. Well, debatable. I hope Santa's listening. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Have any of us really been good? Don't yeah. ask. I take the fifth. Or drink the fifth, whatever. I don't Plead know. the fifth. <laughs> And but, now you can protect yourself. But isn't there a ruling that was made that allows us to not have to unlock our phones? I saw I, something about. I can't remember. Yeah, I, oh, Kevin. Yeah, he's all over that because you know he's know. Mr. Paranoid. Love you, Kevin, but you're paranoid. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I I seem to remember something about. It. I can't recall what it is. It must have been a while ago, but. Uh, it was recently in the last, yeah, probably in the last couple of weeks that there was a ruling because someone had come back from an airport and they got searched or something and they were told that they had to unlock their iPhone with their fingerprint. They were like, and I guess the ruling was that your phone is like an extension of your consciousness. And so that's, that's why, that's why like people like Kevin that, you know, and rightfully so I'm, I'm with you, Kevin, I understand how that, how that has to be, but some people will not enable any kind of touch ID because if you just have your phone locked with a passcode, you can't be compelled to give up your passcode because it's something that's part of your consciousness and you'll, you'll out yourself. So if you plead the fifth, that protects you from having to hand over your your passcode mm. or something like that and now i think that your touch id is now part of that as well you can't be compelled to unlock your phone with your touch id either okay well and and speaking of kevin before we get down to the uh, what we're going to talk about this week i got to make him happy unfortunately and we'll talk about <laughs> the weather uh it's taking a big crap out here which should make him happy <laughs> Our current temperature is 48 degrees, still not bad by South Dakota standards, but I know what this means. I know what's coming. Um, and the rest of this week is going to look like uh, we might get up to 70 on Wednesday and then uh, start tapering off to the 50s, high 40s for the rest of the week. So, yes, fall is upon us. Um, you know, uh, we have, we've resisted the urge to turn the furnace on yet. We've got a... Oh, uh, I hear you. Believe uh, me, we hear you. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got a uh, up in the living room. We have one of the, those fake uh, uh, freestanding. Uh, supposed to look like a wood burning stove. Uh, so we've been uh, heating up the living room with that. And actually, I don't have any heat source down here outside of my mouth. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, I've been comfortable enough down here in my little, uh, you know, uh, sanctum sanctorium down here in my room. Uh, so we resisted that urge yet. But my son turned it on, and you know, a new homeowner. He says. Is, Dad, is the furnace supposed to smell when you turn it on? I said, well, yeah, it's been sitting there uh -oh. all summer. Well, it's been sitting there all summer, you know, with air conditioning going through it. So, um, you know, it's um, you got that dust smell that you have to burn off. Oh, uh, as long yeah. as it's a dust and not a yeah. dead animal. <laughs> oh, no, 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 nothing like that. It's just that kind of uh, kind of hot, um, it's kind of hard to describe, but it's kind of a hot, dirty smell or something like that. But. Uh, um, yeah, but it wasn't that bad. It didn't set off the alarms or anything. So, uh, <laughs> like that. Uh, boy, okay. Somebody's really that, popular out Lisa's there. Lisa's watch yeah, is going that's off. My, no, that's my phone. Okay. Okay. Uh, stop. You're texting gonna get another one. I just sent you monkeys because you completed yeah. an activity. Yeah, I just. <laughs> yeah, you're sitting here complete. 
completing activity. I like the way that works sometimes. Uh, but I know okay. that's why I had to comment on it. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, well, that's yeah. that's something to talk about well, when we, we get, get into the, the show. Yes, there we go. And now, um, and since we have uh, um, Elisa on the uh, uh, crosshairs here, what's your weather out there? Does, are you going to make Kevin equally happy? Oh, it sucks like yours. I mean, it was. It wasn't horrible today. It, it's one of those. It's one of those times of year where it's colder inside than it is outside, mm. because you really can't keep the windows open because it's too cold. But then when you close them, it gets stuffy. It's one of those times of year. Right now, it's fifty nine degrees. It's gonna be fifty nine in rain tomorrow. We might hit seventy and low sixties the rest of the week, and then back to sixties and possibly next weekend in the seventies. Last weekend, last. Thursday through Sunday, we went to Cleveland for a couple of days. Friday and Saturday were, I'm sorry, not Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, were blazing hot, mm. like almost 90. And we walk everywhere. So that was yeah. brutal. Yeah. And we're and wearing shorts and, you know, flip-flops, and it was great. And then Saturday came, we're back to pants and socks and shoes. Saturday night we were out, I wore two jackets. Yeah, your weather's bipolar. Yeah, it yeah. was like, ooh. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah so. you, have, you have to be used to sudden shift changes. Like in you know, sp- uh, spring and fall in the Dakotas here, it can be 30 in the morning and 70, 80 by the afternoon potentially. So you always have to dress for variable weather. You know, dress in layers. You can always take off a few to make yourself comfortable. But uh, Okay, Melissa, now I'm going to guess that you're going to make Kevin weep like you always do. Guess what, you guys? I actually am going to have some weather. Ooh. There's a hurricane coming our way. <laughs> Why, I, don't, I shouldn't sound excited about that. But, like, you I'm seriously? Just, seriously yeah, get hurricanes there? No, we don't. That's what's funny. That's why, that's why I said it that way. Because, yes, there is a hurricane headed this direction. I feel bad for the people in California. It's Hurricane Rosa. We are going to get like what I guess would be maybe this is a poor term to use, but like the aftershocks of it, like we're going to get lots of rain and wind and, and stuff like that. Now, I am I am kind of panicking a little bit only because it's coming. And like you guys know, we are having to get a new roof. <laughs> so oh, yes. uh, rain and wind is not is going to kind of suck for our timeline here because we are we're in that that purgatory that special place in hell where we're waiting for contractors to get back to us on you know when this is going to happen when that's going to happen unfortunately you all know we live in a really really old house so surprise surprise the ceiling tested positive for asbestos so that changed everything so now they can't just rip it down and, and go to work they have to bring in a special crew I told the kids, you know, they've watched E.T. I said, I said, kids, our, our house is going to look like E.T. for a little while because <laughs> that's what happened. You know, we've, I guess the good and bad thing is that we've been through this before with the, you know, three years ago when we had the, the kitchen ripped out for a leak that was underground. It, it went it, and flooded the floor. So we were able to keep the tile, but the entire cabinetry had to be ripped out and replaced. So we had to have our entire kitchen uh, remodeled, and the only parts we got to keep were the ceiling and the tile on the floor. <laughs> well, guess what has to go now? We should add this. <laughs> we didn't know. I mean, we just didn't know. It's one of those things where you just don't know. Just like you were talking about the furnace. Like we're not new homeowners, but we're not exactly experienced homeowners, I guess. And we mm. just we didn't know what was going on with the roof until the microwave started to rain. So yeah, rain here in the desert really really sucks. Any kind right. of moisture because I just don't think we're acclimated or accommodated to deal with moisture on a regular basis and so when we do get amounts of precipitation or moisture all hell breaks loose 
So well, isn't your roofer going to put some sort of tarp over your roof? Oh, I'm in sure. In the meantime. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, and there's parts up there that we already did tarp. The parts that do have the holes that we did discover where they were from the inspection, that got tarped. So that'll be fine. Yeah, I'm not too worried about that. I'm worried about it changing all of the, you know, putting a delay into the work because we're already oh. without a kitchen. <laughs> you know, we're right. already, we're already, you know, eating on our little tiny coffee table and there's boxes everywhere. It's, we're already, we've already been displaced for about two weeks now and it's really starting to, start to piss us off. So, yeah. Yeah, well, we're starting to get, Oh, grouchy. So. Well, as you said that, uh, uh, just the other day, uh, the safety coordinator, whatever, for the school brought us a asbestos awareness uh, video oh. that we had to watch. And I don't think they've updated this thing because the person was using a brick phone in there, a literal. <laughs> so I'm sure it was made in the 90s, early 2000s sometimes. But I guess Sponsored it, by Cellular One? <laughs> uh, possibly, something like that. Um but I guess if the information doesn't change, it, it it's fine. But man, that brick phone, you know, really took me out of the moment there. I was just getting into this asbestos <laughs> stuff. But um, oh, yeah, yeah. But you know, speaking of the moment here, you know, we've all had what a couple weeks now, I guess, roughly two and a half weeks. How long has it been since our last podcast? Um, to play around with iOS and it's your last watch. confession. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for that. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, so we've had a little time, and you know, I think we've all got some thoughts, some feelings on, uh, on what we've experienced so far, just messing around with it. So um, how about uh, how about we start with Melissa? Uh, you've had a couple things. Um, you were saying something about the podcast app, and I've seen. I think I've seen some people online say the same thing. But what have you discovered about the podcasts on the phone? On the watch. So it alerted to me late last night, you know, the, the new update came out. It's what, 5.0.1. And I kept getting this notification, <clears throat> excuse me, that Castro couldn't be installed, that there wasn't any room. And I was like, what? What is that? I've never seen that message before. And, and you know, we've been tinkering with the, uh, what is it, uh, Downcast or what is it, the Downcast. one that we use? Outcast, Outcast to install podcast, and I, you know I was worried about the space then, but it it still hadn't been an issue. And I've since you know installed a couple of apps, you know, and I thought, okay, maybe I better go check and see. Maybe since I've been tinkering with some apps, you know how sometimes if you have it turned on, when you install a new iOS app, if there's a compatible watch app, it'll just install it for you so that you can use the watch features. So I went through my list and I thought, okay, yeah, there's a couple extra here. But I discovered that was that what was actually taking up the most amount of room was the fact that now the podcasts app, it seems to be working just like Outcast. Have you guys tinkered around with that at all? I, I haven't yet, only because no. we kind of put our loyalty into Outcast. We really liked, you know, that it was doing the job. Well, I think I don't know, I wonder if they'll get Sherlocked eventually, but it seems like the podcast app is now able to do something very similar because it says um, podcasts are downloaded when Apple Watch is connected to power and placed near your iPhone. Episodes downloaded to your Apple Watch are available even when out of range of iPhone. Played episodes will be removed from Apple Watch. So it's now going to automatically 
depending on how you have it set up. And I didn't change anything. So the default setting was, oh, let's go check Melissa's iPhone, see if she's got any podcasts in there. Oh, well, let's just as a convenience, let's just go ahead and stick them on her watch. And so that's what it was doing. So I had to go. Now, we were just talking about this pre-show that I do keep the podcast app installed on my phone because I eat my own dog food and I like to see what new features come about. And, you know, I've already, it's not that I've totally given up on it, but I just like Castro a hell of a lot better. I mean, it just it suits my needs a lot more. We've been down that road. We've talked about how we all kind of don't really, really like the standard podcast. We don't really like the default app. And so we've gone and explored other things and that's fine. Um, so I really, on one hand, like it's like, I don't appreciate having this stuff just like stuck on my, on my watch, but I understand here's a new feature. Let's turn it on by default so that you can discover it by accident. And so that's what I discovered was that, I do have some podcasts still in my podcast app so that I can, you know, I ha- I do my own podcast and I want to see how the show notes look and things like that. So I, I do have it on there for testing purposes, for demonstration purposes. When I work with clients, I want to have it on there when they ha- ask me questions. So because I had some podcasts in there, it just automatically went and turned them on. And so my watch hard drive got filled up and then it didn't allow any room for Castro. Why was why did Castro get picked on? I wonder. Is it because it was another competitive podcast? I don't know. Conspiracy right. theorist here. Uh, <laughs> just putting that well, out I'm there. I'm testing something now. Um, yeah, so I use I just, Overcast on my phone, okay. but I don't have it on my watch. So right now I'm installing it onto my watch. Okay. Okay, so it just installed, and I want to see if it automatically downloads because because I've been so out of that town. A feature now and in. Oh, now, we got to say the right word. So this is Overcast? This is now? Overcast, which is what I use when I'm listening through my phone. And so, I have almost a gig of podcasts because I just haven't had the time to listen. Right. So now I want to see. Okay, so there's Overcast. So will it put them over onto your watch just like Outcast? Because we had been using Outcast because right. at the time, Outcast was the only app that worked on the Apple Watch for being able to actually download podcast episodes onto the hard drive of your watch and be able to walk around the house with it. I found that so liberating. I mean, it's a, it's a pain in the ass to set it up because you do have to disable, what is it? Bluetooth so that they will download over Wi-Fi. Otherwise I think they'll download over right. LTE or, or I guess they'll go over Bluetooth or something. It's a yeah, lot yeah. slower. So you have to disable something. So it is you kind have of to disable thing. Bluetooth in order to get it to download on Wi-Fi. Okay. So what I'm right. looking at First through Wi-Fi. is it pulled, it immediately opened up the podcast i was listening to good and then castro does also then uh if you scroll over if you so you scroll to the well you scroll to the left so swipe to the right and it shows all the apps that are um i'm sorry all the episodes that are on my phone currently so if i touch are like, they oh, look streaming? At this. It, it looks are like they they're downloading? streaming so if i touch in touch with ios <laughs> it says on your phone because i haven't had a chance to listen to it yet but it says on your phone so if i go back Oh, I see. It so says, oh, okay. At the top of the screen, there's a phone icon and a watch icon. So if I hit uh-huh. the watch icon, it says, on your watch, no episodes. No episodes are synced to your watch. So how do I do that? So there's a different strain, I guess, syncing and streaming. Because all the other apps, including Castro at, at the moment, they still, they allow you to listen to podcasts with and control them. I should I should make the distinction. We're not listening to the podcasts from our watch hard drive. We're just we're controlling the playback. They're actually playing from the phone. So you need to be able to have right. the phone with you or close to you in proximity. Oh, and that's where I was is. having a problem with it, where I wanted to go work in the kitchen and I didn't want to have the phone 
carrying it with me. So I started using Outcast to actually physically download the the audio files onto my watch so that I could use Bluetooth earbuds, you know, knock off right. AirPods to listen to it directly from my watch. And, and it's so liberating because you don't have to carry the phone around with you. It's not streaming. Right. It's actually downloaded. And I and do I that at the gym, which what, is awesome. Overcast does right. do it. I'm looking in the it settings does. of Overcast. It's actually, it's a sync to watch. Mm-hmm. And then it's got an auto sync, which is turned on, which I better turn so off. Now Outcast has some competitors. And then it's got... Um, all your episodes of all the podcasts that you subscribe to, whether it has an episode currently or not. And then if you have the switch on, it will automatically switch. And it gives looks like you have a choice of either 10, 20, or 50 episodes. Wow. And it says, auto-sync to watch, send recent podcasts to your Apple Watch automatically. But how big are the hard drives on these things? I guess they're, what, 5 gigabytes or something? Yeah. I think they're 5 gigs. I was just looking. Yeah, if you go into general about, because I've got to looking at stuff, uh, 5.3 gig capacity, and then it'll break it. I had nine songs in there. I don't use Apple Music, but it put nine songs on there. Yeah, that that was the other thing. That was the other thing that filled up my watch. So that was the problem was I I did not have enough room to install the... I assume I didn't have enough room to install the app update. I know that that typically happens. Like in the past when so you guys always, a lot of you guys have the bigger hard drives and I was always living lean. So I always had the smaller hard drive. I still only have the 64 gig. So I have not run into that problem with, with this phone. But in the past, I always experienced that. It always, you would get an update and would say there's not enough room to install this thing. So you either have to delete, you know, people would delete pictures, photos, videos, or apps. And so, okay, sorry, kids, but, you know, Pokemon Go is the first thing to get cut. <laughs> you know, delete Facebook, things like that. Stuff that are that are, are space hogs would end up being deleted. And then I'd install the update, and then I'd move on with life. Well, so this was the first time that I bottomed out and ran into that problem with my watch. And that's when I started looking. Because I've experienced that before, I thought, okay, what are the things that take up the most amount of room? Immediately, I immediately thought about podcasts. And that's right. that's what it was. Podcasts and then music was the second one. Um, again, I don't subscribe to music either, but I do have a select few songs on my watch that I use that's as great. alarms and reminders and things like that. And, you know, just stuff that I like to listen to. You know, you get a song that you want to listen to over and over again or for the kids or something. So I do have a few songs, that, just like podcasts. I have a few songs and I have a few podcasts that are installed on the hard drive of my phone for the purposes of you know alarms whatever and that's all it took was just those couple and i was like okay let's move these onto your watch and then it filled up my watch hard drive right well i've got looking looking at this um i've got oh that just jumped it jumped up to 3.1 gigs available really i had 25 because you turned off music right yeah but i only had 25 songs on there um, it shouldn't, that shouldn't have been, you know, a couple gigs worth because I was at 1.2 gigs. Well, okay. I, ha- I happened to see that the podcast app was downloading. Hmm. I don't use Apple's podcast app. And right. so I, and I saw it was, uh, downloading stuff and I said, well, s- screw that. And I just went in there and deleted it. And now suddenly I have 3.1 gigs, even though it doesn't. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, but you know, you don't see it on here. It's got songs, photos, applications. You've got a dig for it. Yeah. And so. Right. And that bugs me that it doesn't, they should, can't they put one more You're looking line at the about. There? Yeah. You're Under general yeah. about. Right. Yeah. 
And so it's got songs, photos, songs, applications. photos, and apps, but they don't have podcasts. They couldn't have like one more line, even if it was just right. like an, the mysterious other. Um, right, exactly. Right. So that's why I had to go dig in and just because I've right to and notice, oh, podcast is on the watch now. And I guess it must have always been there. But again, just like you guys, I sure. hadn't really been using it because I was happy with um, Outcast. God, they all end up in cast, so it's like a kind of thing. Sure. That's why I like Castro because it's a totally different name. But I, I use a combination of Outcast and Castro, and that's what right. makes me happy with podcast listening. And so that's sure. why when I was running out of room, I thought, those damn podcasts. So I looked in the purple podcast app, the 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 native app, and that's where I saw and it's somewhere it told me. I can't remember where did I see that now. It did tell me that it was taking up like two gigs. Now here's something else to think about because you just made me think of it, Mike. You don't do you not even have the podcast app installed on your iPhone? Not anymore. I just deleted it uh, two minutes ago because, like I said, okay. I saw it suddenly start downloading stuff, and that because when before I did it, it had one point two gigs, and then I saw it downloading stuff, and I said I don't want my phone plugged up. And besides which, I use uh, um, Downcast for. Um, for my podcast, mm-hmm. so I don't you need You both Apple. use Downcast, and right. I use Castro. Right. Well, I use Downcast use... for video. Okay. Oh, okay. And then I use Overcast for audio. Right. And I okay, use Downcast, Overcast, and Outcast, and right. Castro. Those are like the main podcast ones that we use, and sure. Outcast is the only one for the watch. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, I only I use Downcast, and I don't do that many video uh, um, podcasts. So, I uh, was at one point two. I saw it downloading stuff. I thought, well, screw this. Since you're talking about sucking up space, I deleted it, and then suddenly it jumped up about two gigs. Um, so I'd be interested in knowing if there's someone who doesn't have the podcasts app installed on their iPhone and they still have this problem. I wonder if they are syncing it and didn't realize it. Like maybe they were syncing it to their Mac and then they just didn't really think or, about it anymore. You know what I mean? Like those are still those, on the server. One of those helpful Apple things where they, uh, oh, we yeah. know you're going to need this. Uh, like right. how they are. Um, Apple is so good yeah. at helping us, you know, strengthen our troubleshooting skills. Uh, I get why they do it. It still doesn't keep me from getting upset about it. <laughs> right. I did find, I'm waiting for it. It takes a while for it to show up, but I did find where it is where you can see it. It's under... You have to be in the watch app on your iPhone and you go into general. It's the little gray settings icon under general. Then you scroll down to it's all the way at the bottom, right above reset. It says usage. And when you tap on that, you have to wait for it, but it'll give you a report. Oh. And that's where there's the top section is storage. And that's where I saw that there was about two gigs worth of podcasts that are, were stored on my watch that I had not previously oh, put there. I wish I would have found that before I deleted podcast app just to maybe confirm. I kn- yeah, right. It would have been interesting to see what that said. But that's where I saw it because I went poking around looking for it and that's where I found it. But see, I don't know. It's not really intuitive as to why that's there where it is. I guess it is because on the, on the iPhone usage is under general as well. Wow. I, I was kind of curious about that because um, I wanted to, I never I, I didn't bother until we had this discussion I didn't go out looking to see how much storage space I had left on there because I see that Audible is allowing you to download uh, books onto the watch and I almost always have my watch with me but I thought that was an interesting idea but you know how much room is that going to take up and you know 
audio books. Yeah. Well, they can, you know, depending upon, I just got done listening to a 31-hour book. That took up a bunch of space on the on the phone. But um, God, I hope we're not going to end up seeing storage capacity options in the watch oh, in the future. God. <laughs> I have one gig of music. Yeah, well, and I never put music on. Go into, go back yep. to the, um, okay, to the where you first open it up and scroll mm-hmm. down to music and see that's where I had twenty five songs on there. It's got the heavy, automatically add heavy rotation. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, goodbye. Yep. Goodbye. So I turned that off, and that's what saved me space. <laughs> that sounds like Assassin and Lisa is at it there, just killing. Yeah, the there was a heavy rotation, favorites mix, chill mix, and new music mix. All. Yeah. I always have um, podcasts to listen to. I'm, I'm never caught up when I go to the gym. There's always, especially Monday mornings, there's a bunch, you know, uh, drop overnight. So when I go to the gym on Monday morning, there's always something to listen to. Yeah, yep. I mean, even my Outcast is at the top, and I have 410 megabytes. That's the one that's taken up the most amount of space right now. But just because I had, just because podcast was enabled automatically by default, that was taking up two gigs. So, I mean, you know, there's a difference between what I choose to be on my watch and and I use Outcast very deliberately to do that. Whereas podcast is kind of like it makes it automatic. So I get why this would be a desirable feature for, for I guess, other people, other people besides us. Yeah. <laughs> I still have 251 megs of music. So now I have, since I turned off the music and I turned off the podcasts, I now have 3.3 gigabytes available. And out of all the apps that I have on there, which, you know, are, are I wouldn't say there's a whole lot. I try to be pretty diplomatic about it. But there's ones that I definitely want to test out and look at. Um, I've used two gigabytes. So well, that's a little over five gigs. My so big, maybe there's six gigabytes. My biggest culprit as far as single uh, app using storage, and that's... Get ready for this. Messages. Because Goopod <laughs> is the thing. I have 93 megabytes in Yeah, messages. I have 90 megabytes in messages. I and have 59. I, and I wonder, so. How would you clean that out off of your watch? Because there's no way to like delete any of this stuff. So that number is just probably going to grow and grow and grow. Well, hopefully they cap it so that it doesn't get... Yeah, because I know, like, we send each other gifts and emojis and all sure. that kind of stuff, and they show up on our watches, and that's, yeah, it's, it's and, us. But not really. Sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. So I'm wondering if maybe it kind of gets, um, uh, what's the word, not condensed, but um, compressed sure. somehow, well, so that whatever's on your phone reflects on your watch. Yeah, like the photos and camera, I have 36.4 megabytes, because I do have one of my watch faces, I have, like, 10 favorite pictures or something right. that i like to cycle I've, through i've got one of those and i had and it was mildly annoying because i couldn't figure out how to make it go away so when we were messaging ourselves back and forth, for people who don't know we have this message group goo pod <laughs> the three of us plus kevin so we send shit back and forth to each other all the time <laughs> and it, it truly is yes, shit. yeah yeah we use <laughs> each other so you sent me that link to youtube for i think it was led zeppelin wasn't it i believe um the other night, uh, Friday night, I think it was whatever. So oh, we were doing the kiss and uh, yeah. Oh, it was kiss. That's the one. It was. Uh, it was yeah. kiss. And so uh-huh. I saw. Oh, it shows a l- a little video on your watch. I thought I would try pressing it. Well, it's not going to be able to play the video. But then I happened to look up on my Mac. 
uh, above because I've got my taskbar on the side, not on the bottom. So I looked up at the top, and there's this icon winking in and out, wanting me to open that for handoff handoff basically continuity yeah continuity so it's up there and so i would click on it and then Mm -hmm. close it and then it would come back uh Mm -hmm. and maybe that's a good segue into i think you've had some issues elisa with the messages syncing between we all gotten worse it's gotten worse yeah, the, the problem that I run into, and I have messages turned on on, on my phone, on my yeah. on my um, iPad, and on my Mac, mm-hmm. messages in the cloud. So theoretically, it's supposed to sync all across. And I do find that it does if I if I decide to get rid of the GooPod thread. If I do it on one, it immediately deletes on the other. But if I do the individual GIFs or links or something like that it doesn't delete on the other it just deletes and then it ends up re-downloading again because it's still on the other and then the other thing is when you like when we first started recording and you know you sent the kudo for whatever it was that i did the exercise or whatever i know i did it (laughs) well what i'll do is if you send it to me and i go look at my watch and i go okay and i dismiss it no longer dismisses on my phone. It used to be that it would dismiss on my phone and it would go away on the iPad, but no matter what, it still shows up on the Mac. Always, always, always. Yeah. Now it's not syncing with ever since iOS 12. It's not syncing with the iPad and the and the uh, iPhone. So that's yeah. totally it's totally screwed okay. up with the syncing. See, I didn't understand yeah, I what you were talking too. about. So you were ta- if you delete an individual element in a conversation, that mm-hmm. change won't sync across. Because I haven't because for me, I don't do that. I, I basically another message come in, I read it, and whatever device I read it on makes it go, you know, it, it acknowledges it on right. the other. And that, that okay, so but what you're talking about though is if you go in there and if one of my gifts is too stupid for you and you delete it it won't go away on your other devices, then comes back because it's on other devices? Correct, because okay. it's messages in the cloud. Oh. But also, if you send me a message right now, right, and I read it on my Mac, like, okay, the other day when we were going back and forth, I was sitting at my computer, and we're going back and forth, and we're texting each other, and I look down at my phone, it's showing all these unread messages. It's like I'm sitting here reading them, and I'm scrolling so that it knows I just got a message from them. Yep. Yeah, because I didn't see that one. Kevin's homecoming picture. Not Kevin's, but <laughs> I had not seen that before. And I'm so, looking on my iPad because <laughs> I love the I'm sorry gift. That's like one of my favorites. I'm like, okay, I remember seeing that. That was cool. And I'm like, I didn't see that picture. <laughs> yeah, so the syncing is really out of whack. If you look at, if I go down the list of messages, of who I had conversations with, it's not the same on my Mac as it is on my iDevices. Like, wait a minute, I deleted that conversation, or where's where's that conversation? And like you said, Melissa, it's kind of like Facebook and Twitter, where if you look on your Mac and you're reading something in your timeline, and then you pick up your phone or your iPad, what you just saw in your timeline on your Mac is no longer on your iDevices. You know, because I saw something... I saw something I wanted to show my husband yesterday on Twitter, and I had read it on the Mac, and I picked up my phone and said, here, I want to show you this, and wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. What's mm-hmm. going on here? I went back on my Mac. There it was. Now, mm-hmm. I typically – I do not have a practice of, like, deleting things. 
I just leave everything in my messages only because, I mean, I have a business to run. And so I, I keep all of my conversations. See, you've all been warned. <laughs> I will be able to recall. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I keep everything. And then I just have my, part of my workflow is that I go and I export like maybe once a year, a couple times a year, I'll go and I'll export a PDF and I'll go and I'll take all of the gifts and all of the pictures and all that stuff and I'll, I use iAmazing for that it's a wonderful tool for that kind of stuff but I make a PDF of everything and then I export the the attachment so to speak separately and then I go and I purge it off of my phone so that if I need to if I need to recall something for something that a client needed help with or whatever I can go do a search because then it's searchable because it's still text I could do a search on the PDF so that's fine but on my iPad I do periodically like several times a year, I go through the settings because I only have a 32 gigabyte iPad. See, again, I'm, I'm living lean here, so I have to experience this stuff. And I go through in messages and I do go through and I delete all the gifts and all the pictures and everything because I already have a copy of them elsewhere. So I really don't. There's on my iPad. That's just for kind of entertainment. I mean, I have very different use cases for my iPad. So for me, I don't need to keep that data on my iPad. So I go through and I, you know, because it'll just keep building up, I go and I delete all that stuff. So for me, it's a little bit different to test because I don't have iCloud messages turned on like for my iPad because I don't need all that stuff to sync in there. Um, but the problem that I'm having that I think is similar to yours is when I've, say, you text me something, I look at it on my watch and I don't have read receipts turned on I keep them off by default. I'm, I keep them on like, I turn them on individually. Like for my husband, for my kids, like for my family and close friends, I do keep read receipts on because we want to know when each other has read the message because that's just a communication thing. But I keep it off generally because I don't want my clients to know that I've read their stuff at three o'clock in the morning because I don't want them to know that they, you know, that I've read it because they'll be, oh, she's, you know, I don't want to be pestered, you know, so that I want my privacy when it comes to that. So I do keep that off globally. So I don't think that's affecting it, having the red receipts on or off. I think that's just for notifying the other person on the other end that you read right. the message. Yeah. But what I'm talking about, what I think I have the same problem as you, Elisa, that I don't think Mike has for some reason is it's not showing as being read to me on my Correct. devices. I, I look at it on my watch. I, it's still There's still a blue dot on my phone. There's still a blue dot on my iPad. So it looks like I haven't even read the message. Correct. And that's annoying. It's the same and that, thing. And I think it's iCloud. Worked, and then it broke. And then it worked. And then it broke. So something And I think it's iCloud right. because I have the same problem with contacts. If you said to me yes. right now, oh, my phone number changed. It's now blah, blah, blah. And I go on yes. my Mac and I open up your, your, um, your contact and I change your phone number. It will not change on my phone and my iPad. The I only way it will change, phone. I have to go to iCloud.com and then go into uh -huh. contacts and change yep. it. Like, wait a minute, that's not how it's supposed to work. It's supposed to be, once I put it in, it's supposed to populate within, you know, within reason, a couple of minutes, maybe. It doesn't do it. That was a problem for me, but only, and the only way I was able to fix it, now I have totally, I have a different setup maybe than you do, because I have my personal iCloud, but then I also have a shared iCloud account for context that is shared between my husband and I. And then when the kids get older and more responsible, then I'll add them into it too. And that contact list is all friends and family. 
So it's what we share between the two of us. So his personal iCloud and my personal iCloud don't mix. So anytime, like, so say, for example, with the kids, you know, we've got teachers. I have a whole group of, you know, for education, just for anything that's education related for the kids, teachers, anything school related, PTO, you know, people that we've met through school, all that kind of stuff. That syncs between my husband and I, between our phones. So that was the one that I was having that same exact problem with where I'd add, say, a new teacher, for example, that, you know, they started a new grade. Now they have new teachers. Okay, we need to have their email addresses in there so we can email them stuff. And it was not syncing between our devices. And what was causing the problem, at least I think, was an older iPad that wasn't being used enough. It was still turned on on that old iPad. And that account was still there. Once I removed that account from that older iPad because it's running an older operating system. It's older and slower. We don't open it up. We don't interact with it all that much for contacts and for email. So there really wasn't a good reason for me to have it on there in the first place. Once I took that off and removed that problematic thing from the equation, then the problem was fixed. And then anytime I added a new, because then I started testing, you know, I started adding Sesame Street monsters and stuff just to test it. Then it was working. So there was some... There was some, like something I threw in a monkey wrench into the whole cog wheel of everything working together, and it was that old iPad. So maybe you might have a device that's sitting around that you just don't interact with enough. Maybe try one that you don't use for that purpose. Try removing or switching off contacts in your iCloud settings just for that device and see if that fixes it. Because it seems like the wheels need to be greased in sort of a way, like in a digital sense. And when they aren't being greased, there's something that gets stuck and it doesn't sync to that device. And then when that device isn't being utilized, I think it gets stuck somewhere. So that's what yeah. fixed it for me. It might fix it for you if you can if you can identify and single out that one device that isn't being utilized for that purpose. Then just switch it off and see if the devices that you are using that you do want to sync, see if they if they get if the wheels get greased and they get going again, and see if it works that way. That would that would be one suggestion. But now I'm having a different problem. So it's that same iPad. I have a, an older, um, a fourth gen iPad that's still perfectly usable. The kids are using it for school. I did just kind of as an experiment. I did go and set it up with another account, <laughs> the twisted web I the twisted web I weave, another account. It's not on our family account, but it is an account that we use just for sharing certain things. And I set it up on that old iPad, and now I'm having a different problem. Now my avatar, I, I set it to a picture of Opal, our puppy, just because it's like a family you know, iPad, and it doesn't really belong to any one member of the family. So I thought, oh, I'll just make it Opal's iPad. You know, We'll just set it up as her. Well, now my avatar, you guys don't see it. I asked you the other day. Uh, when I text my husband, it doesn't have my avatar. It doesn't have my picture anymore. It has the picture of Opal. I'm like, where did that come from? So that's a whole other thing that I have to investigate now. But it goes back to this whole like iMessage stuff is just kind of screwy. There's something not right about things. And I don't know exactly what it is. And it's going to take lots of testing. But it has to do with that other iPad that's been thrown into the mix that isn't part of like the main things that we use, but it's like there, it's like, Hey, let's just change your avatar just to mess with you. (laughs) Okay. Melissa, um, as you were talking, I signed into iCloud. Yeah. And all I have under iCloud is my iPad, my phone, my MacBook, and my Apple watch. 
And do you use your iPad? Like I would try turning it off on your iPad because do you use your iPad for a lot of communication purposes? Yes. Okay. So then you should leave it on in there because you're going to need it for email and, and yeah. messages. Because like I thought that. possibly my previous iPad. Yeah. I have, I have two previous iPads. I mean, one is the original iPad and the other one right. I think is the same one you've got, the fourth generation. And are um, they signed into iCloud? No. Nope, okay. that's what I was just looking to see because I thought maybe my previous one was, but I haven't turned that one on in mm-hmm. probably two years. I would go check it on the device too, just to see, yeah. maybe even like toggle a switch or sign out or sign back in or or something. Because yeah, old devices, I think that there's something there's something that lingers. There is something residual about older devices that can cause problems. Because another problem that that I see could just be an amazing thing but a while ago i went and changed uh the way that we do things we had one apple id that we were sharing between just my husband and i for purchases and stuff so that we wouldn't have to rebuy everything and then we started adding you know family members into the mix and i had it turned on their iphones and that was fine but then i decided that i wanted to I wanted to enroll in the iCloud family and use the iCloud sharing. So we upgraded to the two terabyte, you know, between all of all four of us. And I thought, well, I want to be able to utilize the kids age restrictions because now that my oldest is, you know, downloading apps and music and all that kind of stuff, I started to separate things out a little bit. And I thought, okay, well, we can't really keep using this one shared ID between us. We're going to have to make one of them the organizer, the family organizer. And we decided to pick on my husband because he didn't really have quite as much data as I had to move around. Like otherwise it would have been me. And so we changed, I changed his email address and we started, we, I changed the email. Remember when Apple opened it up so that you could change your Apple ID. Mm -hmm. So I did that. And that's, so now my husband is the family organizer and he uses that ID. It's assigned to him. There was a couple things he lost. It wasn't that much. It was like um, shared albums in photo um, in iCloud photos. And so he just had to be reinvited by like my sister and my sister-in-law and stuff like that. So no big deal there. And I forget what else he lost, but it, oh, game center. But, it, you know, these were things to him that were not a big deal. They weren't a big sacrifice and they could just be re redone over and I mean nobody really uses Game Center much anymore anyway Mm -hmm. so we did that and so so there's that to think about again a twisted web that I weave (laughs) so it's like I have all these other things that I have to check to see why so I'm having the same problem as you but I that's this is all to say that I'm having the same problems that you are but I think they might be for different reasons (laughs) you have no idea the hell I went through with one contact for remember way back when, Oh, I probably do. <laughs> but yeah, I, well, I, I way back you. when, when you put your contacts in, you use the seven digits. Okay. So, you know, so if your phone number, you know, is five, 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 one, 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 you didn't put in the area code. I've you just put in, put in the air code. I didn't because you didn't really have to yeah, way back so Pennsylvania when. in Pennsylvania, they had multiple area codes for different places. You could right. be, you know, a couple of miles away and call somebody and be long distance. So for me, maybe it's just because of where you live. It's well, a regional no, if it thing. If it was someone who was yeah. in my own area, 
I didn't mm-hmm. put the area code in. Okay, but if it was right. someone, so if I'm calling you, I'm going to put in your 10-digit number. If right. I'm calling, you know, my parents who live 10 miles away, I'm not putting in the area code. Then right. it turned into you had to put the area code in. Okay, to, fine. Yeah. So then I went through my contacts. I added the area code. Yeah. Well, for whatever reason, every time I texted my sister-in-law, it would come up, no such address. Oh. Nice. She could text me, hmm. but I could not respond. Hmm. So I called Apple. I said, what do I do? And they said, delete her at, d- just delete her from your computer completely. Yep. Delete her from all your devices. Do it again. Did it mm-hmm. again. Would not work. It has work. to repopulate somehow. And it said, uh, and it, it just would not work. And he goes, well, you're going to have to do a brand, you know, a clean install and then cherry oh, pick everything. No. I said, that's not happening. No. So not a few contact. months ago, I did it again. I wiped it. I'm trying to remember what the exact order was, but it was something like I had to delete her from my email, delete her from my contacts, delete her from messages, make sure as far as my computer was concerned, she never existed. Then make sure my phone and my iPad had no trace of her. Restart all my devices, then go into iCloud, if I remember correctly, Mm -hmm. and enter her contact information. I can text her now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Did you did you put a plus one? Because then I have issues. I tried with that too. Some of them have said, plus one in front yeah, of them. I said, let me try the plus one, even though she's, yeah. you know, a few right. minutes away from here. And I just so, I mean, I, mean, I didn't understand because every time I would text her, it would say that num- something like that number doesn't exist or you put it in, you, oh, you only put in a seven digit number. I'm like, huh. no, you're even spitting back the 10 digits that I sent you. <laughs> yeah. So I have That's no, it matter. was only with her, no one else. Okay. And then sometimes people are trying to text a landline and you don't realize it. Like I, I went through, I texted my friend's landline and I never got a message back saying that it wasn't received or whatever. And it was like something where we had plans or something. And I thought, oh no, is she mad at me? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like a week later, I realized when I looked through, it was like, oh my God, I texted her landline. She never got the message. <laughs> hmm. uh, okay. Well, okay. So we've explored, um, Melissa's problems with podcasts, Elisa's uh, problems with iMessages and stuff. Okay, now, my turn. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> Mike's got a bad heart. <laughs> uh, something like that. Well, I'm a little frustrated with the, uh, they you know took the workflow app, turned it into shortcuts. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so they've done things that um, just frustrates me a little bit. Um, they took things out um, because... Um, I don't remember everything now, but uh, they had a – in the old Workflows app, I think they had something where you could connect to – I had a Workflow set up, so it would trigger an if this, then that you recipe. You screenshot it. Um, well, I, I got pissed off and deleted most of the stuff because I figured if it's going to work, why keep it around? I guess that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. I should have had it around to follow it. But they had a way that you could trigger from Workflows and if this, then that, then app that I was using mm-hmm. to uh, take information and, and save it into lists for different things for when I'm at work. Well, they took that out, and then Elisa did send me something where there was a workaround. I finally got tired because I just it, – it was way more – convoluted than it was that um um i forget what it was if this and that it's a uh a web link or something like that that you could uh use that to trigger it but uh you had to get things set up you had to put the uuid number in there and a bunch of other oh stuff my. yeah it was not the oh. easiest thing in the world i just kind of said nah, screw it and uh i haven't <laughs> gone back to that um now 
Um, so that do you still have that need? So is it, I remember you telling us about it. it's for like lists you were making it work for like inventory and stuff right. to order new supplies and stuff. Yeah. So okay. So then I took the shortcuts app, and I could make it. It'll it will save the drafts. Okay, that's fine. Um, and the way I had it set up on the watch was that I could. Well, I can dictate things directly into um, drafts, so I can. Can do that, but I you have drafts hooked to uh, or you shortcuts. Have watch no, I, well, shortcuts. I got drafts on the watch, and it's in shortcuts too. But so I was experimenting there, and I was trying to use a draft shortcuts using using the Siri. Um, Am I setting mm-hmm. off anything? Siri shortcuts? Sure, yeah. Uh, you know, so you could say the the magic name, and then um, you could uh, use that to invoke. One of the shortcuts. So I was doing that, and so I had the shortcut set up. So it would take a voice dictation and then feed that into uh, sending it to the place I wanted in drafts. Um, or I could, and surprisingly, Wonderlist is still in shortcuts yet, even though it's not being updated by Microsoft anymore. It's still in there, so I, that's an option for me to do too. But I was frustrated because I wanted to do it from my watch. So I wanted to be able to, you know, say, you know, uh, Hey, magic lady, or, you know, whatever you want us to call it and say the name of the shortcut, have it open up on the watch, dictate what I wanted to, uh, wanted to say into it and then have it save the drafts or wonder list or wherever I wanted to put it. Well, the problem is with that, it'll spin on the watch and then it'll say open on the iPhone. Uh, and then, mm. so I have to take the iPhone out, which is what I'm trying to get away yeah, from. Yeah, you're trying to avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> that avoids the purpose. It is. And so, um, I have to take the phone out to dictate into it. And I don't know, maybe that oh. will be something corrected later on, but oh, it's yeah. just, you know, cause there's lots of other apps, um, uh, drafts will do it. Uh, um, day one, there's a few others that you can just, you can voice dictate into the watch and it'll save it to it. And mm-hmm. I don't day one, un- yeah, day one. You know, like, there's a few others too. I think uh, one note. I, there's a few that I can dictate things into, which is rather handy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and so maybe it's one of those things. It'll catch up with the uh, shortcuts app eventually. But I'd like to be able to create a shortcut. And and the old workflow app had a way that you could create a um, a complication that would run on the watch. I had an, uh, a watch. Uh, scenario that you could use you could either have it saved to your home screen or to the uh, uh what's the thing where you swipe left um the uh, i forget the name of it uh, on the iphone you mean to your today or your yeah your today list widgets. or whatever widgets there widgets. we go that's the ones i'm thinking of so you can save it to there you had several different options within shortcuts now you just create a shortcut and you can have it saved to your uh, widgets uh, app and i did create a few of those but like i say i was just and maybe it's one of those it things. It broke that, something for you. Yeah, and I was hoping, you know, maybe they'll get it worked out eventually where you can, um, like, say, uh, run a shortcut by saying the word uh, into the watch and have it run and then have it, you know, bring up this dictation, speak into it and have it saved. But right now, that isn't working. Um, so, like I say, I, can you build one with IFT? Uh, and I did for the one, because uh, the one that I was, you know, trying to use the most was. Uh, I wanted we for insurance purposes at school, we have to record the date 
uh, and the time when we cleared the sidewalks off and probably mm-hmm. which sidewalk we cleared off. So if somebody sues, we can say, here's paperwork, right. blah, 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 bullshit. Um, yep. And so much so, documentation that has to happen. Yes, basically. So, and I just when you're clearing snow, you don't want to take time to write down when you did this mm-hmm. stuff. So I just want something. So as I'm walking out the door, I can pull my glove back, uh, you know, hit the uh, complication on the phone, and it would. Uh, so I've got to nip this and that set up for it. Um, so it'll uh, it'll create a I'll Google ca- a Google Calendar entry. Uh, oh, that's nice. In my work, ca- uh, so I created a calendar for work, and then mm-hmm. all I have to say which sidewalk I'm cleaning off front ag, front sidewalk, ag shop, sidewalk, whatever. We have about five sidewalks we got to do, and so I uh, and I can just it'll all be saved to a Google Calendar, and then I when I get the time I can sit down and copy all this stuff onto the stupid piece of paper that we have to have around there, and so like ah, I said. Uh-huh. I was trying to get it set up so, like I say, the least amount of work. So, you know, you could just – I will still have to pull my glove off, you know, unless I get to the point where I could actually use – Bluetooth, yeah. Yeah, or Siri to invoke the if this and that so I don't even have to take my glove off to do it all verbally, which would be really sweet. And that's Mm -hmm. why I was hoping the, you know, the Siri – the shortcuts would work um, by, you know, using the voice activation on that so that I could just, you know, say it and then it would ask me what sidewalk you do on this one and then have it all done. But it's it's not doing that. So that's a great use case scenario, though. Yeah, can you can you send the information to a spreadsheet? Or do you have certain forms that the school requires it's you just to a, use? It's just a paper. I'll just hand copy it over because the other custodian, when he does, because we, we switch shifts every two weeks from morning to afternoon. And so when he does it, he's not a technophile, so he's got to write it down. So we'll write it. I mean, I wish we could have it all you know, automated. But, couldn't, so, couldn't you do a search, though? I mean, you've got this stuff, you've got this stuff curated. Right. And then and it's on the calendar and you're using searchable terms like sidewalk. Right. So you could just do a search in Google Calendar once you've done all that part. Right. And well, just search for the term sidewalk and then have it spit out like, you know, report of all that the search results. Couldn't you just screenshot this the search results, print it out and hand it to them? Well, if they're not requiring that you use a specific form that you fill out? Well, I don't know. That might get messy because, like I say, the other guy is in the computer, and he's got to record it, too. So I think we're better off just to write it down on the piece oh, of paper. Oh, you have to have it record on the same sheet. Yeah. Well, yeah, and just for consistency's sake and everything else so that hmm. everyone can see. So, you know, What if you had your initials after it? Right. Well, yeah, yeah. And so that part, the writing it down doesn't bother me. But like I say, it's the, the frictionless part because – when it's mm-hmm. snowing and uh, you have to go out there and keep the sidewalks clean, you don't want to have to you know walk back and fill out the form. And mm-hmm. even to pull out the the phone because I'll have my mittens on, and so I've got to take mm-hmm. my mittens off because my fingers get cold. And you got to pull out your phone, which is probably under a couple layers of clothing because right. it drains the battery. The cold will drain the battery, so I have it tucked and away. And if you had somewhere. a pencil and a paper and a clipboard, it would get wet. Right. Yeah. So you know my best case scenario would be able to you know raise the watch uh invoke the you know the uh, uh assistant and uh be able to say what you're doing and then have it saved and then when i have time i can just sit down with the calendar and go this day this you know and that the writing it down part doesn't bother me that much it shouldn't be that bad but it's just when you're trying to get stuff done i know i'm going to forget to write this stuff down um and so you know like i say i was looking for that that you know, the perfect way to do it. Well, and like I say, we were close on this, and 
maybe it's one of those things that they will get fixed eventually where you can do voice dictation because it's in the shortcut and I didn't see. I think they just got to make the connection between shortcuts and the watch to make the voice dictation part happen. It doesn't look like mm-hmm. it should be that tough. I think they just have to put the two bits together to get it to go from the watch to the phone because I can already, like in drafts and several other things, I can just dictate into it and it will, you know, pop right over to the app on the phone. I can sit there and watch it go boop and have it Probably pop be, up. Be, it'd be even easier if you could use a Bluetooth headset that was in your ear and use the... Yeah, oh yeah, that too. I mean, uh, I could just press the... Yeah, because I wear my uh, bone conduction headset and right. if you hold it, it will invoke the assistant. Invoke Siri, right. Yeah, and so... Or it'll hear you say, hey, phone lady, right. and or hey, watch lady, and, well, I gotta and press, do it that way. Yeah, either that or, like I say, just bring the watch up and say it. Either way, whatever, you know, <laughs> it'll work. But like I say, and that's... Uh, it has to be by voice. Right, yeah. And well, like I say, um, uh, yeah, and it would seem like it sh- they should... Uh, and like I say, maybe they're going to make it work in a future update. But it just seems like it shouldn't be that hard just to have the, you know, the the shortcut run, and you know, you started it from the watch. So okay, mm-hmm. it'll send the command to the watch. It's going to expect a voice dictation. You got it. All right, send it back. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, there's probably programmers out there screaming right now. It's not that simple, you moron. <laughs> and I'm sure it's not. But it just, yeah. you know, cosmetically, it seems like it shouldn't be that. And, you know, this is what we're supposed to be getting to is where, you know, things make it easier for us. And for me, this would make it easier. And mm-hmm. like I say. For you uh, and a lot of people, I mean, you, you're just giving one example of one use case scenario. But I can see how the parts that you'd use to to make that happen, to employ that would be useful in other people's different work oh, scenarios, sure. like right. in other fields. Yeah. Even like, you know, somebody who's, you know, whose hands are dirty, but you still want to, you know, um, make a note or, you know, send a message or something. And some of that you can do. Um, you think about, you know, the medical field. I mean, they're always sure. using dictation. They're always dictating mm-hmm. their notes and then, and then they get transcribed. I mean, it used to be, I, I think I, I, this is the way that it worked. The doctor would walk around with a, a cassette recorder mm-hmm. yeah. and he'd say that. And then there would be a nurse and it was usually a female secretary that would then take note of all that stuff. She would actually, you know, hand transcribe all of the information because I would get, you know, medical labs or something back and it would, it would have this kind of notation on it that would say, it's transcribed by so and so, and I guess it was like I guess it was like one of those stickers that you get from a product that you'd buy, where inspected by such and such. It would be like that it would be transcribed by such and such, and so I guess that there's some kind of paper trail that if you had a discrepancy or something wasn't reported correctly, that you could trace that back to someone well, and then go find the cassette, go find the audio, and then listen to it again and make the correction. And there's even, and I have thought about getting it just because we're sitting. Uh, we're, we're discussing things to do, and I don't remember stuff, and I try to write things down, but that doesn't work. There is an app that you can put on your phone and your watch that you can activate it, and it will take the audio and transcribe it into something uh, that you could, uh, you know, a text file. So then you can go back in there and take out the stuff that you need uh, and put it, you know, be able to uh, do something with it. Um, like, say, if we're running down a list of things that we need to do or things that need to get taken care of, I can go back there and go, oh, yeah, yeah this, this, and this. Um, you know, something like that would be handy. I thought about getting it. The, and I, the name of the app escapes me right now. Well, Drafts and Day One both have that feature built no, in. 
where yeah. you can start talking. But and day th- one will actually save an audio file. Well, this one here, I mean, this is just a voice dictation app. That's mm-hmm. what it does. It's not like you know any of those other ones. All it does. Yeah, so it'll save the audio file, but it will also transcribe. Does one job and does it does it well? Right. Yeah, and so and because I think I've never tried it, but how long can you go recording? You're not talking about Dragon, are you? No, 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 no. No, there was. Um, that is a dictation app, though. Yeah. Uh, it, it's under the watch uh, apps. Maybe Wait. while we're talking here, I'll see if I can uh, find. But yeah, it. there is a limitation, and I think um, the last update or one of the recent updates to day one, or maybe it was drafts. I think it was day one where they were able to exceed that. Like you only get a minute oh. or something. So say if you're just using Hey Phone Lady and you're dictating to the, the the native notes app, you can only talk for so long before it cuts you off and then you have to do it again. And notes is just horrific. I mean, I've been trying to use that. I mean, I don't condone doing this while you're driving, but I've been doing it like in heavy traffic or something. And I'm thinking about something and I, I, I have to do a, what I call a brain dump. You know, when I've just worked with a client, I try to take notes while I'm there, but it's time consuming. And so I have to kind of offload a lot of the stuff that's in my brain. And I'm very uh, forgetful, too. And I want to remember that stuff. So I I have that need. I have that need to be able to dictate stuff. I found it. It, It's called Just Record. It's very limited. uh, Okay. I think I might have gotten that recently myself, and I haven't had a chance to try it. Yeah. I should, though. It's uh, just, uh, Just Press Record. Uh, it's the ultimate uh, mobile audio recorder, uh, bringing one tap recording, and so it will. You can use a, a Siri, Siri shortcut to start a new recording. Um, I'm trying to see if and it'll a transcribe it for you. Yeah, uh, transcribe. Turn speech into searchable text. Edit your transcriptions right inside the app. Supports 30 languages. Uh, format as you record with punctuation command recognition. Um, you can share it. You can organize it. Storage. Um, it's called Just Record. Just Just Press Record. Okay, because there's Just Record and Just Press. Right. Okay. And this, uh-huh. this this one has a watch app because uh, there's others that you know you can use. But I would like something where I can it's start four ninety nine. Right. It's not a horrible price, but um, like I say, for but certain no subscription cases, fees. Have you tried? I know this won't. Um, transcribe but have you just tried voice memos well there's yeah there's that but like I say i kind of like the transcription part cause yeah then, i'm after the transcription myself yeah because then i can just cut and paste from there or you know um you can scan down a uh transcribe things quicker than you can scrub through an audio uh file if you're looking for something specific and you know like i say 4.99 isn't that bad a price and i have considered doing it just because i want to be able to like you know i and i think you can put a comp i think you can put a complication on the watch i believe or do you, is it just an, you have to run the app i would prefer you can't use airpods so start recording with a single tap on the complication okay or just ask siri okay yeah there we go yeah so i could just so i don't have because i don't want to be that guy oh just wait a minute i gotta you know Ooh, start unlimited this. recording time it says unlimited okay. recording time okay yeah like i said i just want i don't want to be that guy that says oh just a minute i gotta start this up i just want to be able while we're talking reach down tap mm-hmm. the complication start it and you know without and it says record discreetly it. so it must right. not make a, a binging noise or something something like that yeah um so, you know, I I thought about it. It's just, you know, I I'm trying to curb this buying 
thing they keep doing. But <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good yeah, but this sounds like it's going to be very helpful. It is. Yeah, so, it does. As opposed to just a game. It or says recording yeah. from AirPods is not available on Apple Watch. Right. Not so available. maybe that's right there. I mean, why is that? Recording from AirPods is not it's available not on Apple Watch. Why would you not be able to record from the microphone in your earpiece to the Maybe. Apple Watch? That's what you're missing, Mike. Right. That's that's one of the features that you want. Maybe that's just not possible yet. Kind of like, you know, like the, the developer screaming thing? at us. Yeah, maybe it's a Bluetooth limitation, just like it was with um, previously. And I haven't tried this just yet, but you know how you couldn't. Uh, other podcast apps for the watch back to this again, but they it was not a feature where they could control the volume playback. And in at WWDC last time, they announced that you would be able to do that. The developers would be able to utilize the volume feature in their apps. Well, no, and I haven't uh, seen that happen yet, but it's coming. Since they, uh, you know, I do remember that, and I can't see it right offhand. And I was wondering, is it just the AirPods, or is it any Bluetooth? Because I have my bone conduction uh, headphones. Would it use the microphone on that, or is it just the... Well, that's why I'm wondering, because if it's not available in AirPods, that seems to be like the one that blesses all the others. I mean, well, why would it be available in other Bluetooth ones if it's not available in AirPods? I mean, it says you can listen back through your AirPods. Yeah. You just can't, you record can't record with your AirPods. That's okay. missing. Yes, I... The future is not here yet, guys. Don't know. But that looks like it would be a good a good app, and they they make other. Wait a minute! Apps. Wait a minute! Something. Wait a minute! Something's not right here. Okay. Choose. It says now. It says choose to record from the built-in mic, AirPods, or external microphone. Hmm. But then, but then it says it's not available. Further down, it says. Where's that? Can't under? use your. Um, if you look at is it the all the um, all the pictures okay. where it says record, and then right. it says just press record. Life is full of moments. Then you've got the big capital letters record. Right. Choose to record from the built-in mic, AirPods, oh, or external one. microphone. Yeah, that one I see. But now, where does it say about the uh, further down? Where does it say about the uh, AirPods? It said it in the uh, bullet points in the notes down there. Under storage or pro audio? Gotta find it again. Okay. <laughs> this for spite. Sure. Uh, I it's know under the more when you scroll down, it's in the main description of it. Then it says at the bottom, it says important. Oh, Transcription here it is. requires a good, clean audio signal, avoid noisy recording okay. in noisy environments. Oh, it says. Then it says recording second. Bullet point: yeah. Recording from not AirPods available is not watch. available on Apple Watch. So you can you probably use your AirPods to record to your phone, but not phone. your watch. Right, exactly. Which, and that so if I can start it on the watch and use the uh, the headphones to record it to the phone, that's fine. I'm okay with with that. I mean, as long as I yeah, can. but I don't think you can. I don't know. You'd have to try it because I it guess. says recording is not available on the Apple Watch. So it sounds to me like if you want to use an earpiece. Or specifically AirPods, they, they say if you want to use an earpiece, a Bluetooth earpiece, the microphone of it to record, you won't be able to do that from the watch just yet. I don't okay. even know if you can invoke it from the watch. It sounds like what yeah. you want to do is you want to initiate it on the watch and then you don't care if it has to right. talk to the iPhone to record. But I don't think you can do that it's yet. It's got a complication for the watch. It's it got a complication. But yeah. it won't record from the AirPods to the watch. 
Correct. Just that's from what your voice, you'd have to right. talk into it. I guess yeah. I may have to spy, uh, spend five bucks just to satisfy my curiosity and get this figured <laughs> out. But uh, I well, may just write to the developer. Why don't you write to the developer? Mm-hmm. That'd be the first. The first step. Say, I want. I'm sure. thinking about buying. Here's what I want to do, and see if they'll they'll do it. I mean, that's how I evaluate if I'm going to sink money into an app. I mean, yeah, it's only okay. five bucks, but right. still. Okay. You know how responsive the, the developer is and just say, I want to buy this, but this is the one thing I want to be able to do. And then let you know if it's something that's on the radar that they're going to be working on. Okay. Hey, tell them you're talking about it on Geeky Show Ever. Maybe they'll there give you, you a code. Oh, there we they, go. they might comp- Yeah, they might give Maybe you a code. So. and Maybe so, so you can talk about it afterwards and just, you know, yeah. send them a copy, you know, send the link to the show. That'd be cool. Well, and yeah, we can all ask him. We can all tinker with it and and transcribe stuff back to each other. We can transcribe messages to each other. Okay. Hey, it's an alternative to walkie-talkie. Oh yeah, I was trying to make that transition there. Uh, yeah, speaking You're of welcome. speaking of talking, <laughs> yeah, uh, something I think all yeah all three of us have played around with, and I think we're marginally. Uh, okay with it, I think, is the walkie-talkie app on the phone because all three of us. Was Kevin in on that, too? I can't remember that. But no, I, his watch isn't compatible. That's yeah, right. He has a zero. See, the problem that Melissa and I had with the walkie-talkie mm-hmm. is, I don't remember if I was, I, know, I think you were trying to talk to me. I think I purposely oh, turned I the walkie-talkie kind of off. Just see what would happen. Oh. And what it will do is it will tell you that Hey, I tried to get a hold of Melissa, but she's not available. But it doesn't. Or so when she, what it told you, what that I wasn't available. Yep. But it doesn't tell me if she left a message. Right. It's just it's live recording. So yep. whatever you say, like we said, at least it goes out into the ether. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That, it's that, a walkie-talkie. That, that you made is gone forever. Yeah. It's, it's a, just like a walkie-talkie. Which yeah. yeah, I mean, we should be surprised. That's why it's called walkie-talkie. Right. It does emulate a, a walkie-talkie. It is live, so you have to treat it just like that. Yeah. But just like a walkie-talkie, I mean, what would you get? I guess static when when you say over, and they just wouldn't they wouldn't get back to you. This, right. I, I'm yeah. picturing as I'm saying this, I'm picturing uh, Stranger Things in in the episode where the the kid had basically gone dark. One of the kids, one of the characters, and his sister had taken his walkie-talkie and she was hiding it in her bedroom and she was using it to play with her her Ken and Barbie dolls and, and G.I. Joe dolls. And he was so mad because he had missed all his friends were trying to get a hold of him. Okay. And we didn't, you know, that's all we had back then when we were kids sure. was walkie-talkies. So if you, if you didn't have it, then you were missing out. And, you know, I guess it's the immediacy of it. If you're worried about somebody not getting the message, I guess you go in the messages, record a voice and memo, text- and send it to right. them. Right. Right. But right. Uh, this is the one. That is, you can see, yeah. that holds on to it. Yeah. And, you know, the, I guess the thing about this is the on the opposite side, you have to open up messages and you have to play it. This way, it's you get it as soon as it comes in, you hear it. Well, you don't I have to horse to run. Listen. Well, yeah, but I yeah. mean, this way, you know, it's immediate. So if you're doing something and you don't want to have to horse around to, uh, you know, keep playing the messages in the app right. or whatever, uh, you can you can do it that way. So, you know, it's not. And the, the problem I was having with it was you had the. it's not one of those things you'll just be walking around and then all of a sudden you'll start a conversation because, you know, I. Depending upon what I'm doing, it's noisy. I may not hear the watch. Right. And, and then yep. when I do, I gotta like bring it up to my ear because it's not really loud on my phone. And granted, my yeah, hearing is like not as good as it used to be. Um. So yeah, yeah, and you can't keep it turned down all the time because you know there you are. You're at the doctor or something, right. and all of a sudden you hear, 
Hey, Mike, how's, how's it going? You're like, oh my right. God, you know, just have a heart yeah, attack. Yeah, Lisa was like, that's going to scare the shit out of you if you yeah. turned on. Well, I, I have mine turned off. And then what I know, happen yeah, is we were like, oh, you, this if, is cool. You know, Let's play with it. Use, okay, now we're turning it off. You send me a message on walkie talkie, I'm going to get a buzz on my arm and it's going to say, mm-hmm. Melissa tried to reach you on walkie talkie. At that point, I can yeah. say, oh, I can talk to her now. And right. then I'll turn it on turn it and on. I'll just say, hey, I'm here. What do you want, you know, what's going on? Right. It would be I nice. think it has a very specific use case. It does. I mean, it's great for when you're like at a concert or, you know, you and your wife go to the fair, Mike, yeah. Yeah. and she goes, looks at something and you right. look at something else and you're like, hey, did you want a hot dog? I'm buying a hot dog. Or like when you're, if, if she had an Apple Watch, maybe I could be generous and give her mine and get a series four. Uh, <laughs> That's what I tell my husband. I'm like, yeah. you know, you can, how about you take That's mine? That's exactly what this yeah. is for. This is, yeah. this is designed to sell more watches because I'm saying the same yep. damn thing. I'm like, all right, I'm going to save up any disposable income we yep. may possibly get in the near future for a new damn watch just so I can give this one to my son so that I can say, hey, clean your room. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. my husband's not interested, ridiculous. unfortunately. As I'm talking yeah. about not trying to buy stuff, here I am justifying. Yeah, exactly. But it would exactly. there. You know, I do have a use case when the we're reality shopping. Reality distortion field is strong with yeah. this one. Yeah, and so you know, when we're shopping, like the uh, the other day, we were in Walmart shopping. Oh, yeah, I'm shopping. one, and so she'll send me a text message. But it would be nice just to mm-hmm. you know be able to and and uh, yeah, there's a complication for the. So, I- thought about that but then i'd be like you know then that could that could invade privacy or other people's spaces and stuff because that's my husband do all the time because he's the one that cooks so when i do the grocery shopping it's pure hell because i'm like okay do you want this one or do you want that one like he's he's specific about the types of ingredients for certain things and so then i end up like texting though it takes me so much longer to go grocery shopping because i have to like text back and forth and wait for a response i don't think it's that bad because it's how many people talk on their phone as they're shopping? It's a yeah. quick, you know, right. did you want the Parmesan or the mozzarella cheese? Oh, okay, right. great, thanks. Yeah. And then you keep moving on. Because the problem that I have is sometimes I'll be in that situation where my husband and I are together but separate. Yeah. And I'll call him or I'll text him and when I, he doesn't respond. And then when I right. finally get up to him, I'll, go, I'll say, I called you. And I'll go, uh-huh, uh-huh. oh, I never heard the phone ring. I never felt it. You know, I never that felt the vibration in my pocket. Every time. And yeah, or there's I think a lot he of would feel the vibration. Noise. He'd feel the vibration on his wrist. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. for us, it's mostly like, you know, where are you? You know, whatever. Uh, right. what we, don't have, we don't have lengthy conversations. And I didn't check. It would be really nice because I quite often, even when I'm, out shopping, I've got a small little um, behind the ear. Uh, it looks mm-hmm. like a little C that you put over your ear uh, uh, headset that I wear out. And it would be really sweet if the walkie-talkie would go through that. Yes, yes, uh, we were exploring that. Yeah, it didn't work though. Um, yeah, so it'd be sweet if you could do that because then you wouldn't have to keep holding the watch up. You know, you don't mm-hmm. have to do the Dick Tracy. You know, you know. We just thing. want to be androids. That's all. Well, yeah, just implant. <laughs> just give this me an shit ocular implant, or yeah. you know, a little button on my temple that I can press and say, "I'm sorry, what was that?" <laughs> we, we are Borg. Yeah, let's just let's just. Do we need more there. paprika? <laughs> uh, yeah, that too. So, but overall, I think we were. You know, it's it has its use case, and you know, it may like Melissa says may sell more watches because uh, I am kind of thinking. My wife might kind of like, you know, and then I can get a Series 4 with all its <laughs> sweetness. And then tell me when it I fall down. It an itch but. that we want to then scratch. Like, well, right. what if I what if I got one for my loved one? And sure. then and then you end up finding out that it's a, it's a nuisance or they don't use it. Yeah, or, I told true. my kids, I'm like, you, I want you kids wearing watches. I'm sick of you, like, asking what time it is. It's time for you to get a watch. That's what time it is. 
<laughs> like, get a damn oh. watch. Also, I got to tell you something about the workout app. Ever since updating to iOS 5, what a difference. First yeah. of all, I was going through it. We talked about this before, that after a few days when I would click on the workout, it would take forever for all the different workouts to load. And then you pick the one you want, and then it would take another forever and before you're it would series. finally Three. Two, three. Series three. Series three. Yeah. It would just take forever. I just thought it was because oh, of my God. series. But, oh, my God. Now, I mean, I've only had this on for since last Wednesday. So it's been like, mm-hmm. what, 10 days or so, 11 days. But it's much more but responsive. so far, I hit the workout button. Everything pops up. I choose the one I want. Three, two, one, go. It's, nice. it's so good. And the other thing, when we, were in Cleveland, when we were in Cleveland, we, we walked, we, you know, we stayed at our hotel. When you made a left... You just walk straight up the street. And when we first got there, we ended up going to the Cleveland Browns game. Cleveland versus, and I don't do football, but it was like, eh, okay, whatever. Not knowing that it was going to be a historic game, the first time they won in two years. It's six-tenths of a mile. So we walked over to the stadium. And after about five minutes, I felt this beep on my watch, this you know, <gasps> vibration. And oh. it said, it looks like you're starting a workout. Would you like to do that? And uh-huh. I'm like, Cool. I forgot about that because we uh-huh. walk quickly and I hit the button and it already gave me the five minutes of credit that I was already. Oh, walking. nice. Yeah, okay. so that now, was... see, I haven't gotten that. And maybe it's just because <laughs> I don't walk briskly at work because I got to be uh-huh. at this eight hours. But I, I have okay. I was waiting for the hey, it looks like you started a workout. Well, apparently yeah. they want me to work harder. Sick yeah. Bastards. Well, see, when I walk, I walk like I'm on a mission. OK, <laughs> my husband well, is always behind me, you know, because I walk fast. It so, depends. You know, and it, yeah. And so we were walking. And the same thing happened walking back. I'm like, oh, I forgot to set a workout and did the same thing. It looks okay. like you're, you know, doing a workout. So I did that. Okay. And then the other day at the gym, uh, I was sitting on the mats and I usually lay down and I do work some abs, but then I do some stretching. And I do then be- when I'm ending uh, after the stretching, then I go to the track and I walk a while before I finish. And I feel a vibration on my arm and it says, looks like you're done with your workout. Should I stop? Because I had slowed my heart rate because I was stretching. Mm-hmm. And I just said, nope, I'm, I'm okay. good. Thank what you. What does your workout settings look like in your in your watch app on your phone? Because I'm looking at it right now. and On my... I don't know what single or multiple met- metric means just yet. But I'm on my... Do you have your I'm power on, saving mode turned off or on? Okay, you lost me. Because I'm on my workout app on my watch. No, look at the workout app on your... In the watch app on your okay. iPhone, because there's a, uh, there's some settings and toggle switches there, okay. and I'm wondering if maybe Mike might benefit because he moves slower. I than think a brisk walk. multiple metric is for um, like if you're a runner and like you mm. run walk run walk, okay, something to, or something to do with laps. Mine's okay. turned on to multiple metric, but I really don't need it. And then it has your choice of different. Um, yeah, and I wonder if Mike, maybe like you should try living with power saving mode turned. Let's see, off. Mine's, mine's off by default. Mine's off. Turn off. Too. Okay. The power saving. So mode? yeah, so mine's that off. Means, right. Yeah. So it would be off by default because I guess you would want to turn that on if you were running low on battery. Right. Yeah. Running start auto pauses off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There it is. Start workout on. reminder. Yep. It was automatically on. End workout reminder and is detect that on gym on yours, equipment. Mike? Yep, yep. The both the the okay. start and end are uh, uh, on on mine and detect gym equipment. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Uh, near that <laughs> yeah, so. my my gym just updated, so they don't have sure. any of that. Um, this should be like a, a barcode scanner or something for your mop or your. 
<laughs> yeah. Snowblower. <laughs> Something. Uh, yeah, because it's not, it doesn't. Gee, well, there's an idea for developers. Make tags that you can scan with your iPhone or your, or something that you can detect with your watch that, that says that this is, it may not be, you know, a, a rower, but it's a snowblower. It's a mopper. It's something sure. that you do exercise with that you should get credit well, for. And the only time other. I raise my, well, yeah. And the only Just time. Use I, other. That's what I use. The only time I raise my heart rate is when I look at something really people can't pick up whatever uh yeah because it's not you know unless there's you know uh, a fire alarm goes off generally i don't run um you know maybe i should um but uh, i should probably get a little bit more you know uh physically active or whatever but or hopping yeah uh, hopping mad but uh you know that doesn't count but um so was there any other things that stood out from this ios and or watch update that um, Screen time. Well, oh, I yeah. say there probably is. Maybe we should save it for next time. Because didn't you also install Mojave, Mike? I haven't yet. Um, I haven't yet I think because uh, if we record in like say about, well, yeah, maybe if we do it in two weeks, um, that'll give me time to. Uh, I think I'll just put up my Mac Mini. I was going to put up my MacBook, but I need to get a new battery for that because the other one's expanding and I've got it turned off. And but I think I'll just put it on my Mac Mini. Bite the bullet. Uh, uh, maybe I should try to practice you know safe upgrading and maybe do a backup of some sort but because i got my data on external drives but it just i would have to reinstall the apps and everything else on the mac mini if something went sideways and i mm, don't know if i want to do that but i should maybe try to get you know a backup or two in place uh, i've never had a problem but i and i'm still on sierra i haven't upgraded the high sierra yet because yeah and that's you, what it, that's what foobarred yeah, me. So yeah, mm. you and Kevin had so much fun. I'm kind of going, yeah, not really. Yeah, I'm not updating. Not uh, until they say they've got FaceTime for groups. Okay, and I might. I mm. I've always been that person. Hey, an update. Okay, breaks stuff. Okay, fine. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Uh, Normally I do, but right. High Sierra yeah. that uh, broke yeah. me of that habit. Yeah, and most of the time I just go ahead and update because I, as soon as I got home, I updated the phone and the iPad and the watch. Uh, I did those things right away, and you guys are kind of going, "How's it look over there, Mike?" Is well, you're still <laughs> still talking to me yet? So, um, you know, it seems to be fine. But uh, yeah, I, I might usually just... update too to try to beat my clients because they'll do it like by accident, and then they'll <laughs> call me screaming like, "What happened? What is this?" And they updated, and they didn't realize what they did. So I try to get ahead of that, but a lot of them. Our machines are a little lagging behind, so I have a little bit of breathing room for now. For okay. now, but Not like I, I think in the next uh, two weeks, it'll give me a chance to install it and you know figure out what I've missed from High Sierra and go straight into Mojave and see what all is different there. Excuse me, uh, but yeah, that'll give me uh, uh, two weeks to you know try and get that done. So um, yeah, I haven't done it yet. I know you guys are waiting, you know, for the guinea pig here to, or maybe in this mm-hmm. case, more like the canary down the mine. Uh, I don't want to get <laughs> shafted, but let's see what happens here. Um, but yeah, I think because uh, yeah, I should update because like I say, I'm a full, a full two behind at this point, and um, well, at least for security too. Well, yeah, there's that, too. I mean, there is a practical side to it. But, uh, yeah, so I think maybe that's what we'll do next week is, or the next time we record is um, I'll get that installed. And if you hear and weeping screen time. and screaming. Yeah, and yeah. see what uh, screen and time And anything does. else that we come up with with iOS. So, yeah. Uh, so, um, I th- well, yeah, and then we did say the, the, the screen time on the iOS thing here. Um, I haven't really played with it that much maybe 
um, between now and the next time. We'll, I'll have to look at that, too, and see what... Where the hell did I put my phone? Oh, there's my phone. You might have to turn it on, though, and it's, it's, it can be annoying. I turned it on just to see what would happen. I think I lived with it for about a week, and then I turned it off. Like, Or at least I didn't turn off... You can't turn off... Well, I guess you could turn it off. I didn't turn off screen time. I turned off the downtime is what I did, because when you have downtime enabled, then... If you tell it, like, you know, I'd like to be in bed by 10, <laughs> then all of a sudden you get these little these hourglasses next to all your apps. And then you get the annoying nags that, OK, oh. it's going to start it's going to start telling you. And then it'll say it'll give you a message. And then you just have to say, no, remind me in 15 minutes. OK, remind me in 15 minutes. And then and then I just thought to myself, oh, the hell with it. <laughs> Let me just disable this for a little while. But I did want to see what life was like living with it for I may turn it back on again, but I, what I'd have to do is I'd have to go in, I'd have to tell it, no, I don't want to be limited on, say, for example, the Photos app, because I'm always in the Photos app. I'm always taking screenshots. I'm always documenting stuff. I'm always doing something with photos. That's what I like to do when I do sit down and relax. I do want to go through my pictures. I want to crop them, edit them, favorite them, share them, do that kind of stuff with it. I don't want to be limited on that. But you know, maybe I should leave the little re- nagging reminders on Twitter, for example. So, yeah, and I haven't turned it on for the kid for, well, only one of my children has a phone that has it capable on it. But that was one of the things that he hesitated about was, uh, oh, you're going to turn on screen time. And I haven't done that just yet, but I I should, I should just investigate that. So I'll report back on that next time too. Yeah, because I was just looking at it for today. It says I used the Measure app for two seconds. (laughs) Probably a little bit more than that, but uh, not much. But uh, yeah, we may have to. See what kind of stuff, and see if it will, because I did get, uh, what's the name of that app? Uh, it's over here in health, Instant, which does some of the same stuff. Uh, see how much of it is duplicated in there, uh, which one may be better or worse or whatever. But uh, um, I may have to look at that and see how it how it plays out. But um, okay, yeah, so- It says I used my phone today for four hours and 18 minutes. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, well, you can drill down into individual yeah. categories and stuff. And the thing is, I don't care. Uh, yeah, let's see. If I'm reading this right, I think it said, yeah, about an, an hour. That can't be right because I've been fiddling around with uh, playing with shortcuts and drafts and a whole bunch of stuff. I thought I was on it for more than an hour. Yeah, yeah. I don't. We'll see. I think it lies. I think so. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Since we've um, so let's move on to our our picks for today. And so this time we set a uh, range of a thousand to two thousand dollars. So um, why don't we start? Um, why don't we start with Melissa? Because uh, she looks okay. like something that would relax us, maybe. There you go. Yeah. So I picked, let's see, now I have to click on available from these sellers, sellers, but I, okay, so this was around 1500 what did we say it was? Yeah, so this is kind of nice in the middle, around $1,500, like that's the one that, that costs the most when you look at the sellers, but this is, it says, it's called an MSPA, I don't know what that stands for, Bubble Spa, and this is basically a whirlpool, this is a put together whirlpool and you can get into it and it'll make bubbles and relax you I've been on a self <laughs> yes but only your own personal people suit no i guess this does seat more than one person i uh, see i do the poor man spy eat beans and get into the bath 
Yeah. I think Typical Kevin's guy. recommended that in the past, too. <laughs> I, I was yeah, it looks like this will seat four people. Yeah, it okay. looks like four. Maybe six. I, I was trying to see, does it have a be heater? Kind of tight, Extra though. soupy. <laughs> yeah, it'd be kind of tight with six people, though. It does does yeah. it have a heater in there? It says uh, foam heat preservation mat. But I don't see anything about a heater because that's the thing I always had because we had bubble mats. I live in the desert. I don't need no stinking heat. Well, okay. (laughs) That's the point of a job. I know. Yeah, to relax my muscles. And we've had a a bubbling pad that you could put in your bathtub. But the problem is then your water just gets cold because, you know, we usually do it in South Dakota in the wintertime when everything's cold. Takes the heat Hmm. out of the water. So you don't get to enjoy it that long. That's what I was wondering. Uh But uh, that's a... You can always yeah. just stick an immersion heater in there and just heat it up that way while you electrocute people. Um, Interesting. Yeah, spa bladder filter cartridges, foam heat preservation mat. Yeah, that would be the one thing included. that I would question because I, like I like it hot. Um, <laughs> you guys can mull on that for a while. Okay, having said that, um, Elisa, what is it? Do you add carrots or peas? or. <laughs> Yes, don't, yeah, uh, okay, now I'm just thinking cannibals. Funny but, cartoon now. Yeah. Okay, so, Elisa, I see you've got, uh, I think you and I are sort of on the same vibe here. Yeah, but. this was this was a really tough one. Sure. This is the iPhone XS Max, 256 <coughs> gig for 1249. Um, we talked about this last time, so that's enough said. Sure. I think it's, you know, plenty of storage. I have 128 gigs on my phone right now. To, I would. I think I have 128 also on my iPad, if I remember correctly. When you've got um, money to burn, money to play with, and buy sure. an iPhone 10. Now, yeah. really, if I was to buy one, I'd probably get the R. But that's the one I picked first. But I think it was only, oh, only, um, 800 or 900 dollars. Right. So it was below our limits. Mm. Well, yeah, and like I say, I decided um, since we were talking about iOS and everything. Uh, I I thought, well, why not get an iPad Pro? I don't know if I really... Well, I'm still perfectly satisfied with my regular iPad I got, but I thought, well, let's get an iPad Pro, and of course, go all the way. If you're going to go big, you know, go big or go home. Uh, so I got the 12-inch iPad Pro, 512 gigs with Wi-Fi and cellular, and that comes... In gold. At, in gold, yes. Uh, not that that affects the price much, but yeah, just gold, because it just seemed right. Um so that came to twelve hundred and seventy nine dollars, but uh, you know I thought it'd be and the I, you got to buy the pencil separate, don't you? That add another hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be close to fourteen hundred dollars by the time I'm done with if I get the pencil. Like I say, don't really need it, but the I, of course, I do this a lot. The idea of something seems interesting, so I buy it, and then I actually don't use it that much but the idea of the pencil seems kind of interesting kind of nice not that i do a lot of handwriting but it might be good for some things i'm also not an artist like because i can screw up a stick figure you um, need some kids or some grandkids or something and prevent you from spending all that money uh <laughs> tell that to my children from doing it so. yeah um but yeah maybe more pets uh no i don't think molly would want to pen and uh, an apple pen and the cat would just bat it around all over the place so we'd never find it again <laughs> but uh yeah so that's that's my pick i just thought you know an ipad pro um uh, it would be kind of cool and just a bigger screen too because okay you know and this is probably a generational thing because you know growing up we had the you know we started on these tiny little computer screens and we couldn't wait till they got bigger uh 
Because at one point I had a big twenty-inch hernia maker monitor. Um, <laughs> hernia maker. <laughs> it was heavy. Believe me, I love that thing. It was a cornerstone. Uh, it was a great monitor. But you know, it was twenty inches. I could see more. And then I went to the dual screen. So right now I'm looking at two dual screen, yeah. um, uh, twenty-one inch monitors. So I like my screen real estate. But uh, so yeah, for an iPad, uh, yeah, that's why I like the the big iPhones too. Because I just need my mind needs a little bit more space. Now like all these kids that have grown up with small screens can just sit there and do all this stuff but depending upon what i'm doing a big screen is better so yeah give me that uh 12.9 inches of goodness and um <laughs> yeah dr- make your own dirty jokes i, I miss it being pocketable though I, i'd rather go back to the 10s size next iphone i get yeah i mean you know uh, whatever you know it's all gonna be different for everyone and whatever floats your boat but yeah that's just uh for me i think that would be great so but, um, hey, speaking of cats, did you know that that's how we know that the world is not flat? Because if the world was flat, the cats would have batted everything off the edge already. Uh, this is probably true, or I may have, <laughs> or I may have thrown a few people off it. In, but anyway, <laughs> um, sorry, that was a twelve-year-old joke that came home. Uh, I think the sure. joke's probably older than that. But um, <laughs> so, um, I, I, you know, I think we discussed. You know, next time we'll talk about. Uh, mac os and whatever else strange things and maybe get some resolution to some of the stuff we had so uh why don't we start by uh or finish how about we finish uh okay i got a throbbing heart in the middle of my <laughs> i don't know what's that so, that think, was an accident i i don't know okay. i clicked on something and it wouldn't go away it's, uh, <laughs> it's not a freudian slip okay well yeah uh so how throbbing about throbbing heart there we are uh, how about we end this podcast? I had to make sure I had the recorder running. Yes, I do. So um, why don't we start, uh, in, uh, introduce ourselves. So let's start with Elisa. Where can people find you if they want to know more? Okay. I'm on Twitter, at SenseiDai, and I'm also on uh, a podcast with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes called Three Geeky Ladies, which is at threegeekyladies.com, the number three spelled out. And we just recorded on Tuesday, and we talked about iOS 12. And Vicky's new iPhone. Okay. Cool. I started listening to that when I got to finish listening to it. And uh, Melissa, what say you? Well, you can find me online all over at the Mac Mommy. And you'll also discover that I have another podcast called In Touch with iOS that I do with Dave Ginsburg. So go check that out at InTouchWithIOS.com. Okay, and if you want to know more about me, I can be found on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak, that's M-C-P-E-E-K, and you can also go over, if you're of the sci-fi persuasion, you can go over and uh, listen to what I have to say along with Julie Keel and Jeff Sire over on uh, Sci-Fi Tech Talk at scifitechtalk.com. And if you want to leave reviews for us on iTunes, that would be great, because then that helps with our ratings and everything, and if you have have uh, feedback uh go to geekiestshowever.com and i think there's a email site on there because i don't have it the email address in front of me comment and don't forget to send sunshine kevin's way yes he needs all <laughs> because the he would he really gets. appreciate some sunshine yes he would uh, I felt like sending him the moon, but that's a different thing. Uh, <laughs> We've sent him a lot of other things in our coupon. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it's actually slightly obscene sometimes. But, I say uh, the moon would be pretty tame. <laughs> yes. So, uh, And on that note, uh, don't forget, uh, between now and next week, to hug a geek. Hi, 
I'm Bart Bouchotts, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.lets-talk.ie.